Good morning, everybody. I'm so glad you guys got a chance to come through today. Uh, there's more stuff coming, more people coming in, and we just want to say hey and good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's a blessing to have everybody on. I'm going to, uh, Juanita, if you could help me out too, if anybody comes on, you are co-hosted in this, so you could tap people in, because I know I'm not going to catch everybody. So, good morning, good morning. Uh, this is, as we used to say, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we are rejoicing. We're glad it, it is a beautiful day. I don't know about you, but I live in the hood, and we had fireworks last night, y'all. We had it all. I don't know what you had in your neighborhood, but this was... Uh, yeah, there was, a, there was a celebration for some reason going on in this day. <laughs> Based off all the stuff that has happened, uh, uh, I was thinking some people just needed to blow off some steam and just ready to just be a part of something else. So I'm thankful for today, thankful for that we are a part of uh, just connecting with one another. And I just wanted to say you're welcome. And so thank you for coming into the building today. We're going to do this right now. We're going to start with a verse of scripture and just to get us centered. Um, and we're going to be sharing a, in a different kind of way. So for those who have a pencil or piece of paper, bring it next to you because I'm going to actually ask you to write something down. So if you have a pencil, a piece of paper, just write, write it down for me and uh, uh, get, get ready to share a little bit. Uh, much later on, but you'll get it. So my wife is going to uh, uh, share the scripture for today and uh, go for it. All right. Good morning, everyone. I'm going to be sharing from uh, Matthew, the fifth chapter, three through 12. All right. God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him for the kingdom of heaven heaven is there theirs god blesses those who mourn for they will be comfort god blesses those who are humble for they will inherit the whole earth god blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice for they will be satisfied god blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses when God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember the ancient prophets who were prosecuted in the same way. May the Lord bless his word. Well, today, um, as we get started, I'm just going to ask uh, Miss Juanita if she would go ahead 
unmute yourself and pray for us. Father God, first of all, I worship and I praise you and I magnify your holy name, oh God. I thank you, Father, that you opened our eyes and you woke us up this morning and that your breath was breathed into us, Father. So I thank you for that first. I thank you for the time and the era that you have us in because I know it's for a purpose, oh God. Oh God, I pray for the word that's gonna go forth today, Father, that it penetrate our hearts and our minds and our souls, oh God. That we take those words, Father, and it begins to move us and pro propel us in a way that is possibly new for us, oh God. I thank you, Father God, for those who are here for the first time, Father. I thank you, God, for those who have, have returned again, oh God. I ask for your blessings and your spirit through the music and the and the words and your scripture that will go forth, oh God, that will not just bring healing, but also comfort and peace, oh God. And that will move us and 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 just um again propel us into moving forward in whatever it is that you have destined for us, oh God. So I thank you for this time. I glorify you, I magnify you. For you are the one true God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, O oh God. You are our forefathers, God. So we worship and praise you. We thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who makes it all possible for us to actually stand before you right now. So I thank you, Jesus. In your name is an always. Amen. 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 Well, definitely, um, there's enough folks on this line. I know there's people calling from everywhere. I see you guys. Mark, June, where, what location are you at? Unmute yourself. Are you in New York? Oh, good morning, everyone. It's a wonderful day. Thank you so much for asking. No, I'm not in New York. I'm in Los Angeles, which is nice. I miss the Bay Area so much. I know that's where you guys are at. Thank you so much for hosting and putting on this, this Zoom room. It's nice. Thank you. I love the worship. I love the prayer. Oh, it's wonderful. Well, we're glad to have you all, Ms. June. Uh, there's, there's a lot uh, coming forward. We, we're going to do a, a bit of a song, and then right after the song, we're going to uh, listen to something that I'm I'm hoping it'll help you in your prayer life, in your journey, in your walk with God, as some of us are in different stages, different places uh, in our relationship with him. And I'm hoping this thing will actually uh, just help in our walk and our everyday. And then we're going to actually try to do some of that while we're on this Zoom call. So once again, folks, get ready. Bring a piece of paper with you. Have a pen ready, and we're going to try something right after this song. So here we go with the song. Falling in love. There we go. My bad. <laughs> well, there you go, man. Uh, it's a beautiful thing to kind of decide that we're going to just be with God and just listen to what the Holy Spirit is kind of telling us. It's about being close to him and listening tightly and 
I know just being regulated and during this time of unrest, of COVID, <laughs> of all the different things that are happening, this type of centering is what we need. Because uh, we need to do, be ready to work and do the things that God has us um, on this earth for. And so with that being said, let's try this. We're going to try uh, this other place, another piece that I want you to kind of lean into to help with where we're going today. Have your pen and pencil ready later on. What's up? I'm Father Josh Johnson, and this is Ascension Presents. So I always talk about the Bible. I love the Bible. The Bible is God's letter to us. And oftentimes I'll preach about this. And, and recently, one of my parishioners came up to me and said, Father, it's really cool that you keep telling us that we need to pray with the scriptures, but how? And I thought about it. I said, that's so true. I never, I never even tried to teach you how to pray with the scriptures. I remember my first time opening up the Bible. One of my friends was going through something, and I didn't really know God at this time in my life. And so I, I ran to my mom's room, picked up the Bible, and opened up to the index. And I read Genesis, uh, Exodus, Numbers. And I said, well, this doesn't make any sense <laughs> because I didn't know what to do with it. And so sometimes it's the same way for most of us. We get the Bible, and we're like, okay, where do I even open it up to? So I'm going to teach you a form of prayer. It's this really old school form of prayer that is pretty epic. And it's called Lexio Divina. That means divine reading. And there's four parts to Lexio. There's five parts, depending on who you're talking to. I'm going to give you five. Uh, so the first part is reading. You pick something from the, from the scriptures. I typically say start with the Gospels. So you pick something from the Gospels and you read. What does it say in and of itself? What does the scripture say? And then after you read it, you find something that sticks out to you and you begin to meditate on it, which basically means, what is this scripture saying to me right now? What is it speaking to my heart? And after you meditate, the next step is we'll pray. And St. Teresa of Avila says prayer is simply a conversation with God. So we speak to God about what we read and what we meditated on. Um, we intercede. We ask God for grace to begin to live out maybe what it is. We say we're sorry to God for, for maybe messing up in some way, shape, or form. And then after that, the next step is contemplation. This step is a pure gift from God to us. It's called grace. We can't make it happen. We simply spend time looking at him and letting him look at us. And if during that time of gazing at the Lord and him gazing at us, if he desires to, to give us the gifts of contemplation where he takes us to like a whole other level of prayer, he will. If not, let's just chill with him. Just chill. Just chill with the Lord. Uh, and then after that, after we chill with the Lord, spend time with him, we ended off by an action. All right, what kind of concrete action can I do based on my time of reading, meditating, praying, and perhaps contemplating with the Lord? So if we want to do a, a real quick run through, we'll do it right now so we can see how it's done. Gospel of Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. It tells the story of Mary and Martha, right? Jesus Christ comes to visit Mary and Martha. Martha says to Jesus, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her to help me. The Lord said, Martha, Martha, you're anxious and troubled about many things. One thing is needful. Mary has chosen a better portion, which shall not be taken away from her. So what does it say? It says that Jesus told Martha, like, yo, calm down, just chill. Mary has the better part. And, and then Martha's like, okay. Right, so that's what it says. We read it. 
But when I meditate on it, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm praying, I'm meditating now. What is it saying to me? It's saying to me that Mary chose the better part because she went to Jesus first. And because she went to him first, she knew that he wanted her to rest during that season of her life. Whereas Martha never went to him first. She started serving first without going to God. So that's, that's saying to me that I, I'm not supposed to do things without first praying, without first sitting at the feet of the Lord and him telling me what he wants me to do. And then after I meditate on that, I pray and I say, God, right, thank you for, for the times in which I was able to come to you first. Um, but I'm sorry. I apologize for the times that I didn't. So please give me the grace to, to be more faithful to run into you first before I make actions. After this, I sit with the Lord. I let him look at me. I look at him. If contemplation happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it's cool. And I finally ended with an action based off my prayer experience with the Lord today in the scriptures. What action am I going to make? Well, tomorrow before I do anything, I'm going to drop to my knees. And I'm going to pray and spend time with God and ask him to guide me and direct me in my day that I may do his will and not my own. And that is Lexio Divina made simple by your man, Father Josh. I hope it helps you in your relationship with the Lord and in your walk towards eternity. Well, I hope that was helpful to everybody. Um, what we're going to do now is something similar to that. Uh, we are going to actually spend some time just, I'm going to read a verse of scripture twice, and then I'm going to uh, I'm gonna read it fairly slowly. I'm going to, you know, try to make sure I read it slowly. But on the third time I'm going to read it, I'm going to read it from a different version. So you can kind of hear it in different kind of ways. Now, here's what I want you to do is I believe that in this great group of people that we have in, on this call right now, on this Zoom, uh, that God speaks to us all in very different and unique ways. So what you hear might be different than what I hear. Uh, some of you guys have done this before. You've been on calls before where you've done this or you've done it with other folks. But I want you to lean in just a little bit and just let's listen to what God might be saying uh, to you individually. First, is there a, a word that sticks out to you in this verse, in these verses? I'm gonna read three verses. Is there a word that sticks out to you? Then I want you to write, when you hear it again, is there a verse, uh, 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 I guess you would say a phrase that sticks out? What phrase kind of sticks out to you and, and then lean in on the third one is like, okay, what is God speaking into my life? So to me, you guys are going to preach the message in a way. You're going to share how God uh, is talking to you and what you're listening for and what you heard yourself. So here it is. I'm going to read out of Matthew, the fourth chapter. And I'm going to read the 23rd, the 24th, and the 25th verse. And I want you just to listen. And I'm going to read it as slow as possible, but also in a cadence to where you can kind of hear the words as well. Jesus traveled throughout the region of Galilee, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. 
He healed every kind of disease and illness. News about him spread as far as Syria, and people soon began to bring to him all who were sick. And whatever their sickness or disease, or if they were demon-possessed or epileptic or paralyzed, he healed them all. Large crowds followed him wherever he went. People from Galilee, the Ten Towns, Jerusalem, from all over Judea, and from east of the Jordan River. You heard it one time. Now I'm going to read it one more time for you. Jesus traveled throughout the region of Galilee, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. News about him spread as far as Syria. And people soon began bringing to him all who were sick. And whatever their sickness or disease, or if they, had, they were demon-possessed or epileptic or paralyzed, he healed them all. Large crowds followed him wherever he went. People from Galilee, the ten towns, Jerusalem, from all over Judea, and from the east of the Jordan River. Wow. Now, just listen to it in this verse, uh, in this translation. From there, he went all over Galilee. He used synagogues for meeting places and taught people the truth of God. God's kingdom was his theme. That beginning, right now, they were under God's government, a good government. He also healed people of their diseases and of the bad effects of their bad lives. Word got around the entire Roman province of Syria. People brought anybody with ailments, whether mental, emotional, or physical. Jesus healed them, one and all. More and more people came, the momentum gathered, and besides those from Galilee, crowds came from 10 towns across the lake, others up from Jerusalem and Judea, still others from across the Jordan. Now, here's where I'm, I'm going with this, and I hope you heard it. What stuck out to you? What word first that kind of captured your heart that God was uh, maybe pricking you about? Like, oh, I need to pay attention to that. And then I'm going to have you share your phrase, and then we'll go from there. Anybody want to start and lead us off with what that might be? Uh, and I'm going to do this. I'm going to have you unmute yourself. And that way you can mute yourself back. So I don't have to do all this clicking because I'll get it wrong. So uh, 
Anybody want to go first? Unmute yourself and go. Good morning. Good morning. Um, the first thing that stuck out to me the first time you read it was good news. I don't know if it's because I need some or what, but that was the first thing that stuck out to me. And then um, the second phrase was announcing the good news about the kingdom. And I haven't gotten to the third one yet. That's all right. I just want to share what I had. That's good. That's good. That's that's exactly what we needed to hear. Anyone else? Um, can I share? Sure. Kathy. Um, so this word that stuck out with was he healed every kind of disease, like the word every. And that was even expounded more in the last version when you talked about mental, emotional, physical, and the bad effects of bad lives. And, um, yeah, I, I really like that because sometimes we just think of disease like physical illness. But when they said bad effects of bad lives, that that was um, just how God wants to heal everything in every part. Yeah, yeah. I'll go. Um, what stuck out to me, the two words was truth. And sometimes, I, yeah, sometimes or a lot of times, um, when God speaks the truth to us and whatever we're going through, or when God used people to really look into our lives and speak truth into our lives, then that's what brings the healing. So when God speak truth or when God uh, allows other people to speak truth into your life and when you can see the truth and embrace the truth and, and accept the truth, then that's when healing take place in our lives. I'm thankful that there's been so much truth spoken in the few minutes that we've all been together. A few words that have stood out to me was in the first two readings, uh, the words uh, paralyzed, uh, epileptic, because to me, those words not only symbolize uh, a physical ailment, but um, say someone is paralyzed in their faith and they don't have the motivation to move on. So in that third reading, I'm so thankful that it was mentioned that, yes, uh, Justice Kathy had reiterated as well that it is uh, a mental, um, uh, emotional, uh, physical uh, healing that is included to uh, the goodness of God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Anybody else? something I'll go next. Um, the word that stood out to me was from the very beginning was traveled and then in the next version you or your second reading was Jesus traveled and I believe the third reading was Jesus went and it, it just talks about so much movement that 
the action of Jesus. You know, he didn't stay in one place. He went out there. He went, really, he went after the people. But then because he went after them, they started coming to him at the same time. And it just reminded me is that my faith needs to be much more action-based and not in a building, <laughs> you know, um, like we've been talking about all this time. It's, 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 it's living out your faith is, and, and your belief is being out there, you know, walking among people, giving as they give to you, and just, yeah, being in the mix. Good, good. I think, Sarah, you were about to share something. Yes, good morning, everybody. Um, just like Emerald, the words that stood out to me um, were good news. Um, that there is good news, right? Um, despite everything that we're going through, um, despite the state of the world, and, you know, that there's hope, right? There's good news. And then the second word that... Um, stuck out to me was healing. And then the phrase that stuck out to me was all ailments. Um, so, yeah, that's all. That's good. Awesome. Awesome. Anybody else itching to get in? <laughs> yes. I am. I am trying to get in. If I could learn to operate my <laughs> this tablet, I would have gotten in earlier, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Don't give up on me. I didn't have a special word. Uh, the whole thing is let me know that Jesus loved all of us unconditionally. Don't care what kind of disease he had. He was out there with us, and that's the way we, sh we should be. We should not. Uh, he didn't judge anyone. He didn't separate himself from anyone. He went wherever he was needed, and that's the way uh, we should be. That's the way I'm trying to be to everyone, whatever the kind of uh, disease they have. Even now we have to uh, have our masks on to keep from getting involved or getting the virus, but we still must meet people where they are, whether it's on the telephone or where, meet them uh, where they are. And that's what God did, where, where, where they were. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Auntie. I, and she just had a birthday this week, too. So. <laughs> it's your dance. All right. Uh, Pops, uh, I'm just trying to get it. Are you trying to share anything? Mom, Dad? You guys later, are happy. Later, later. Okay. Uh, All right. <laughs> All right. Anybody else? That's my mom and dad, y'all, just real quick. This is <laughs> Anybody else? Anybody else want to share just a piece? Just that um, that word kingdom and God's good governance. You know, that we're the, the creators in charge of this world and invites us to join in with that. Uh, woo, that's a good one. That God invites us to join in with him as agents of his in the earth. And so what a beautiful thing to be in. What an interesting assignment, I'll, I'll say that as well. Anyone else before I move on? I'll, I'll share something. It, um, I think that just the simple phrase that Jesus looked out on the crowd and it says Jesus healed them, 
um, I just appreciated that because I just had this picture of all these kind of messed up people. He didn't reprimand them. He didn't tell them to get their act together. He didn't teach, even teach them how to live. He just saw their deepest needs and he healed them. Mm. And that, that really spoke to me with all the pain going on in the world and um, that kind of stuff. That, that, was, that was how Jesus responded to their suffering. Mm. He saw them first. That's a, that's a good one. He, you know, uh, rather than running to do kind of what they were saying in the lexigo too, like we were <laughs> instead of running to go do, he sees them and then meets the need, and that's uh, yeah, he just meets them right there. Reminded me what you were talking about last week about um, when you were doing the feeding at Mendel the connecting with people's trauma um, instead of the ways that they respond and act. Um, right. That, that there are deeper needs than, than what's being presented. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. That, that, that's, that's, this is exactly what I was hoping for, but here's the last thing that I will do with this group. Uh, for for right now, is what is your response as you hear it? I think some of us are starting to to share uh, that piece. Uh, uh, Auntie Doris uh, spoke that. Uh, by the way, all the way from Texas, I, I see you out there. Um, but what is what is you have to make it personal? What is your response to hearing this? How does God want you to move? Um, in which ways, after hearing just a piece of this, the things that pricked your heart might be in a certain kind of way that you need to respond. Maybe not my response, but what is your response? What do you? What do you? What would you like to share from that? Anybody who spoke earlier as well. Go for it again. I do agree with uh, what Mark had, had shared about how the creator has invited us to, to create and, and, and what an honor to do that, what a task. So for me, um, I'm challenged to have a response of trust and um, with, with, with God knowing that um, that where he leads is where I'll follow. Um, so, yes. Good, good, good. Hello. Yeah. Good morning. It's Margaret. Okay. Um, one thing that uh, jumped out at me and spoke to me was um, bring it to him. Um, whatever we're going through, we need to bring it to him. And another version says people brought to him all those who have various kinds of diseases. So mm -hmm. not only bring our stuff, but we need to reach out and grab somebody else and bring those things to him or bring that person to him as well. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. I like that. Amen. Amen. Yes. I like that. Amen. It, as a matter of fact, as... Mark shared earlier, and 
uh, and June is that we're agents of that to do something, but also to bring some bring somebody to to grab a hold of someone and say, no, let, yeah, Jesus is the way, but let me help you get to the way. <laughs> you know, let me help you get to the way. Uh, I think oftentimes we we believe in perfection, man, that if I'm going to share the good news, I got to be perfectly living this thing out in a perfect, whatever perfect is in your head. Uh, but God just wants my participation, mm -hmm. not my perfection. He wants my participation. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Anybody else? And then I'll, I'll stop from there. But I just want to give everybody an opportunity. Yeah, I'll share some. So the question, so Mark shared the word kingdom. So the question is, what could I imagine? Um, how could I be a, a, how could I invite people to experience the kingdom? For example, a couple of weeks ago, we had a visitor in this Zoom call. His name is Drew. He's uh, seeking He's a leader at the YMCA. He wrote a huge paper on reconciliation, on uh, restorative justice, award-winning paper. But he doesn't see it happening. So I said, you got to meet my friend Kirk, even though he's never met you. I just shared the word that you've been sharing with us, conciliation, how because of the kingdom, people are coming together like never before. Not just coming on a surface, but coming, you know, in a, in a way only the spirit can enable us to come together. So he showed up and he texted me later. It looks like he left early, but he said, man, that was so good. He and his fiance showed up. Okay. And, uh, you know, and it's just simply dropping the word conciliation. And he experienced it through us. He experienced the kingdom through all the folks on this mm -hmm. Zoom call. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm going to, meet with them again this coming week. But, you know, just the question again, just to end is, how can we connect the kingdom? Most of us probably don't heal on a regular basis, other people, but what, what's a word or what's a piece of the kingdom story we can drop on people that'll engage them? <clears throat> you know, and y'all been doing that with the sandwiches and things on the ground, the march just ways where the kingdom is lived out where yeah. someone else that in the mix. <coughs> wow. Wow. Excellent. I'd, I'd yeah. like to go ahead. Yeah, go, go for it. Go for it. Uh, I'd, I'd like to put a question to, to us as Christians. According to the scripture, have we really thought about it? Is this the beginning of the great tribulation that the Bible speaks of? It talks about plagues. It talks about locusts and different things. And I understand that they're having problems in certain parts of the country with locusts and, and, and things. Is this that we as Christians, the Bible tells us that don't let this day come upon us. We as Christians should be aware of what's going on now. Right. That would have a lot to do with the message, the message that we give. Is this because I've never I've been here around a while. I have not <laughs> seen anything like this before. Right. 
Now, we as Christians, what do we feel about what's happening now? This plague that's upon the world. And that's my question. I, I think we should really, you know, is this the beginning? That's my question. God, is this the beginning of the great tribulation that you speak about in, 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 in your word? Okay, that's just something for us to. <laughs> Thanks for dropping drop dropping 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 a dime on his pops. There you go. Um anyone else? Yeah, I I've been thinking uh, my first word was good news like a few people here. And I've been thinking as we've been talking Jesus didn't just speak good news, he embodied good news. So you know, he cared for people the way that he saw people. I imagine that it, you would walk away from being with Jesus feeling really seen and cared for. And it makes me, as a follower of Jesus, wonder how can I be that good news to the people that I come into contact with um, today, tomorrow, um, navigating all these complicated things in our world right now. How can... How can I be that actual embodiment of good news to the people um, that I'm privileged to come into contact with? That is awesome, Miss Lisa. Um, I don't know about you guys, but in the middle of both the pandemic within the pandemic <laughs> that we are experiencing, um, how do we as God is forming us, because there's, there's a formation still happening within this time, uh, to listen to the Holy Spirit to actually say, uh, is justice standing with those who, and say, I see you and I care for you? Um, and is it the choice to help make it right, you know, in this very upside down world that we live in? Um, also for those who are, uh, with the COVID, right, we have, um, um, we got a few extra masks as we were doing the march a couple of uh, weeks ago. And I'm hoping this week to go past the rest of these masks out to like 850 Bryant and um, uh, to the juvenile hall to hopefully extend someone's life because they have a mask. You know, that we see you, that we hear, hear you, that we care for you, and to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Um, and just really try to be salt and light in the middle of what possibly, like, like Pops was saying, like could possibly be very end time-ish feelings for a lot of people. There are a lot of anxiety and hurt and pain and anxiousness in this moment. Um, COVID has been one of them, but also uh, the pandemic, if you will, of the racism and uh, white supremacy within our country has led us to a place where um, it, 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 it feels crazy and out of bounds. And can we be that comfort, uh, that heal? Like, I'm not trying to say that you guys are all healers, but I believe we all are healers by our words, by our actions, by our prayer life, by what we engage in and do. So, yeah. 
any last things before I, I, I don't want to stop anybody from sharing, but because I think we're all being helped by this. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, sorry. Messing with stuff. Okay. Sorry. So I was debating on whether or not to share because I feel like <clears throat> my stuff is real personal, right? Um, and not necessarily like aligned with what everyone else was saying. So I was like, okay, maybe this is just a word for me. Um, but the word that really resonates with me that didn't come up, but just kind of resonated with me is surrender. And so when you start talking about like mm. anxiety, right? Um, I am a goal getter. Like I'm one of those people that, you know, when I set a goal, I, I accomplish it. I work until I, I get it. And over the last few weeks, I've been experiencing a lot of anxiety because of the lack of control that I have over circumstances in my life. Um, and I, I feel like um, when you started talking about kind of like, you know, with COVID and with the racism and that, that anxiety that's just permeating. And I don't know who else is experiencing it. But for me, I feel like I handle pressure really well. And these last couple of weeks have kicked my butt, like, like on some real, like, and I'm like, okay, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And the word that came was just surrender, like be just, just be still, right? My dad tells me that all the time, like, are you being still? <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, there's all this stuff that needs to be done. And so, um, so really just being able to surrender and surrendering in the faith that there is good news, right? That I don't have to do, 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 do to see the good news, but having that faith and trust and like knowing like, regardless of what things look like in front of me, that there is good news and being able to, um, to have faith in that. So um, I hope that helps somebody, but. Oh, no, that, that's, that's that was that's a word right there. That was true. Thank you, thank you, you. Miss Toya. Latoya, you had your hand. Excuse me. You got your hand raised. You, you there. You go. Hey, good morning, everyone. Um, the word for me that stuck out was healing, because no matter what word we use in today's context, um, recovery, rehabilitation, closure. Um, all those words, they're all a form of healing. Yeah. So that, that, and not just physical, but also you know, like, um, we were talking about, or the other said, uh, mental, emotional, um, and then there's even spiritual healing. Sometimes, um, and, and conflict with others, we personalize it and feel like it's me against this person. And uh, my grandmother used to always tell me, whenever you feel like that, step back because it's probably not even your fight. It's a battle between you and the devil. And I mean, God and the devil. And they're just using you guys as pawns. But you got to remember your children of God and you have to fight um, the devil, help the other person fight the, you know, the devil from using them to do his bidding. Watch out, baby. Um, so when it comes to healing, there's, I also think of that too. And when we get into conflict, okay, when we get into conflict with each other, when we get into conflict with each other to not 
take it so personal and to kind of scale back and remember that um, there's a spiritual conflict happening and to be more aware of it. Mm -hmm, that's good. That is real good. Um, man, so we kind of raised that to a, to a thing, not only <clears throat> physical and emotional, uh, but it is a spiritual warfare that we're in as well, that we can't forget that th there's something happening on another plane that possibly, um, if you're not careful, can push you in another direction to get you off um, it could easily happen. And so, yeah, that's a good one. Anybody else? And then I'm, I'm going to close yeah, it off. I want to close. I want to say something to the person just before she said about the anxiety that she had and she know that she usually can control things. I'm a lot like that. I like to control things. But every now and then, God speaks to me and he said, be still and know that I am God. Mm -hmm. And that, that helps me when that comes to my mind and then I started thinking and praying about other things and forget the anxiety, forget the control because we know God is the one in control. So if she could just think about that, that's I think it's Psalms 46 and 10. Be still and know that I am God. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> that's good. So here it is, guys. Um, the reason why I chose those this particular verse was it's just before the Sermon on the Mount. It's just before Jesus um, walks into and begins his, for lack of another word, maybe his manifesto on why he's here uh, and what our role and what the role is. And so in my head, I've been... Last week, we're talking about strength for the journey. And I think that's, it, it leans in that. So the title, if you will, that I have was Strength for the Journey, Resilience in the Midst of Disruption and Trauma. Because there's, there's been some disruption. There's trauma that's happening. And we all are experiencing it differently in our bodies, in our minds, in our hearts, and in our spirit. In some ways, you know this because it has this maybe effect on our soulish man around anxiousness, negativity, shame, apathy, toxic thinking, chronic fatigue. I know some of us maybe even feeling it in our bodies and in our physical bodies. Um, sometimes a lack of, of confidence. Um, and I... And I think even, maybe even when it comes to just being pushed into isolation. And there's nothing worse than being in COVID for me. I am a, they got this thing that they call, I don't know, it's like a personality test and I'm an ENFP. So I'm a, I'm a outside, I need to touch people, I need to talk to people. I, I, I have great, I like to be with people. And in COVID, I'm just like, ah, me and my wife are having a good time. We, we conversing, but I'm a social butterfly. And I love the relationships. But I realized that part of this was, uh, I would even agree with Auntie Dars, that it's had me 
be still more. It's pushed me to, to understand that I need to listen to God more. But I feel definitely sometimes isolated. So what we're going to be doing in the next few weeks, and I'm not going to uh, uh, push this too hard, but in the next few weeks, we're going to go through the first part of the Sermon on the Mount. And we're going to look at, uh, I believe it's the first 13 verses. Uh, Fifth chapter. Yeah, the first fifth chapter of Matthews. And we're going to go from the first to the 13th verse. And we're going to just try to, I don't know, pull pull back and listen and maybe even lean into what uh, Jesus is saying. And the first part of that uh, uh Second verse, I think it's the second verse, third verse, and it starts off with blessed. And I wrote all these things down because I think we have a misnomer uh, to what blessed is. And so, um, yeah, so I think we have a misnomer to what blessed is. So, uh, because when I get a new car, I'm blessed, or I got a new this. I'm blessed. And I think we need to reframe and redirect our minds and hearts. So um, sometimes uh, we need to just look at scripture from a different place and maybe unpack it in a different way. Um, So, yeah. So I'm going to play this song for us uh, first, and then I'm going to just uh, do one thing. Um, because I don't think you you guys have already preached the message for today. Uh, you, we preached to ourselves. You didn't know all y'all was ministers, right? You did. Yes, you did. Uh, but I, I appreciate the message that was sent. So we're going to share the song first, and then we'll go from there. Well, guys, um, real quick before we get off, I want to say this to us collectively. I think we are all seeking to be a living embodiment of the kingdom of God. That God literally wants to use us as agents, as we heard earlier, as envisioned in scripture that we would bring God shalom, restoration, conciliation, and reconciliation. Uh, We seek to be in solidarity with and helping people with just empowerment. And for those who are disempowered and take on the posture of humility and grace with those who don't know God, who are still trying to figure it out, who don't know Jesus in the way that we might. And, To be honest with you, it might be small steps, like literally (laughs) someone is just a little ahead of me and someone's just a little behind me. And so I think it is us pulling uh, with each other and pulling together. I know that we all, in a sense, we are seeking uh, in this time of this movement of, of justice to restore and to facilitate justice on all levels with all people. Uh, For those who've been deprived of just being able to to live 
in a way that's just and equal. And I think the last thing that that I, I like to say is there is something to the song that we just heard where Jesus says, I mean, Jesus says, the song says that you know my name. And I always think about Zacchaeus uh, hiding in the tree. <laughs> and Jesus says, today I'm going to eat with you. He didn't, he wasn't, uh, I, for all of us good so-called Christians, he didn't have this perfect life. He didn't have he had some issues and problems. And I think we need to embody a, a radical hospitality, some kind of joyful welcome, uh, a joyful embrace to, to say, no, I, I feel you, brother. I'm, I, I, like you, are the imago Dei, the image bearer of God. And I need to, to show you a radical hospitality because Jesus would actually say, yes, I'm going to hang out with you and I'm going to love you right where you are. So for us, let us continue in this vein as we begin to start thinking and dreaming on how God wants to, to, to move us. Thank you for this Zoom call today. I, I know I've been helped and I didn't, you know, I've been trying to be careful of not just because it's easy to still be the sage on the stage using Zoom. And you could just be the guy that's always talking. But I tell you today, God preached to us. And we heard him. And for some of us who wrote stuff down, don't forget this during the week. Continue in the vein. Listen to it. Continue to pay attention uh, to how God is leading you. And use the lexical divina way maybe god wants you to pray through the scriptures that he might be using this this style of this piece to actually help you learn how to pray more through what god would have you to pray for rather than just praying for just your needs and what you need met and you know it could easily be the me 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 show but god might be pricking you now to actually how do I pray what God wants me to pray for this time? So I just want to say thank you to everyone. Um, uh, I probably, uh, usually during this time, I ask for prayer requests. Uh, and I'm open to whatever that looks like today. If you have a prayer request, um, and yes, Miss Kathy, this is where I make sure I stop the recording <laughs> because I know some stuff is real personal and I, I don't ever want to have that recorded for this moment. But please, for those who are, don't be shy in this moment. It's okay. You're in a family of folks who love you and um,